This episode of Gators Breakdown is brought to you by HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. Go to HelloFresh.com Gators50, use code Gators50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Gators Breakdown, because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown Podcast is ready to go. I am your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter, at GatorDave underscore SEC, or I guess X. Is that what we should call it now? I'm kind of a groove there with that intro, but uh, Twitter, X, whatever we're calling it, follow me, at GatorDave underscore SEC. So... Hey, big episode right here as Gators edge defender Princely Umami Yellen joins me right here on Gators Breakdown going into a lot ahead of this season. Fall camp kicking off with the Gators later on in just a few days, uh, honestly. So right here at the end of July. And hey, Princely and I go into his position change, uh, how it happened, uh, the difference between Patrick Tony, Austin Armstrong, the defensive coordinator there, a funny Billy Napier story toward the end. I talk uniforms. We go, we go all kinds of places right here with Princely. Really fun interview uh, with him brought to us by Florida Victorious. And, of course, you can find so much more there. Get 20% off your first month with promo code GatorsBD. Link is in the description to join Florida Victorious. But a good, a good series going on right now. You're not going to hear from the true freshman this year. That's kind of a, just a Billy Napier rule, but you do get to hear from them from Florida Victoria. So Roger Kearney, Trayon Webb, Eugene Wilson uh, up there right now in your member dashboard. If you're a member of Florida Victorious, if not, join right now for 20% off your first month using promo code GatorsBD. You get access to their message board as well. Uh, some really good uh, info in there uh, from time to time. So, and look, also it just supports uh, Florida's NIL efforts, of course, making it attractive to recruits making it attractive to current players to keep them in the fold right here. Uh, and just a lot of stuff going on. All the community work you hear Princely and I uh, go into it here in just a few minutes as well. So a lot of good things happening uh, for the NIL efforts through Florida Victorious. So, all right, without further ado, here's my sit down with Princely Umami Yellow. All right, joining me right here on Gators Breakdown, Gators Edge player Princely Umami Yellen. Right here on Gators Breakdown through Florida, victorious. Princely, man, I hope uh, fall camp right on the horizon. I hope, uh, you know, since we saw you last in the spring game, in, sp- in spring, I hope these last few months have been treating you well. Yeah, I've been doing pretty good. What you, uh, anything, anything fun this summer? Any, any, while well, you got some free time, I guess, before fall camp starts, what, what's, what's Princely been doing? Uh, working out, OTAs. So, like, even though we're not in fall camp, we still working every day, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was going to go there. So you, you are moving to a new position, of course. Uh, yeah. you know, we, we got the, the move from, I guess, more of a defensive end to the to the edge spot. And, you know, we heard you early in the process. You were talking to the media a bit. You know, how do you feel? We heard you early on. So how do you feel you grew in the springtime from, you know, early on in that transition to the spring game? Uh, how do you feel you grew into that role uh, by the time the, by the time spring was over with? I, I think that from the first um from the first spring practice to the last spring practice, I really had to like get comfortable like standing up at all times. Like I've stood up before, but I never really stood up in the run game. So I would stand up if I was pass rushing or dropping. 
but I never stood up to like play the run. So I had to get used to that and all and I got better over time and also the dropping, you know, when I played defensive end, we dropped, but we would have like literally one specific type of drop that we had. So learning the different kind of uh, coverages I had to be in and things like that, I really uh, got much, much better at those things uh, towards the end of the spring. So, so explain that to us a little bit. You said you, you got to change, I guess, your responsibility and yeah. you know, in, in playing the run and, and some of the ways uh, you have to play the pass, but specifically going back to that run part, you know, what, what does change, you know, that now that you're standing up instead of a, you know, down in the stance. I feel like down in the three point stance, I feel like I've just done it so long that like, I'm just so comfortable in it. So I had to get a little uncomfortable by standing up and, you know, it's not it's not too much of a difference. I feel like during a, in the three point stance, you can get out lower, but um, I'm no longer playing that four eye and that three technique like I was sometimes last year. I'm solely on the edge, so I don't have to get as low. But uh, yeah, the big difference was me really just me just uh, getting more more comfortable in the um, in the stand up. How did the move come about, Prince? It was it something I, I'm sure the. The, probably, the coaches to approach you first with it uh, of saying, hey, this is how we want to use you. you know, this is maybe something we saw on film last year as we played a whole season and going through it. Do you think that they saw something? In it? Was it something maybe you brought up in, in some form or fashion or it was it something with this change at defensive coordinator, Austin Armstrong coming in and now Mike Peterson getting that edge role and more so than, you know, Sean Spencer now being your coach. Was it was it something they noticed or was it something that maybe you had in mind as well? So it had came about even before Coach Arms, I mean Coach uh, Tony left. Um, it was really just it, it just like it hit me randomly. They probably was talking about it, you know, for weeks or whatever. But it came to me randomly. Like one day, I think I was just either in the facility or at home, at home, and I got a coach from I got a text from Coach Spencer, and he texted me, told me to meet him in his office, and he just let me know he was like, "Hey, you know, we think we can use you better as a as an outside linebacker." So we're going to go ahead and go go with that move. And then after that, I want to talk to Mike Peterson, which is my coach now. And he let me know the same thing. And they just they it was they were just real cool about it. But, yeah, they really had came up to me about it. And I just feel like like my body type, even like even before them, like when Grantham was here, my sophomore year, Coach Grantham had me coming in his room with the outside linebackers some weeks at a time. Like, some people don't know, my sophomore year versus LSU, I played outside linebacker a couple snaps that game. But I just feel like, like, it's not a mistake. Like, the kind of body uh, type that I have and the athleticism and the way that I can rush the passer, I've always felt like at the next level, I was going to play that position anyways. But I also I also felt like it was good that I got the experience on the playing in, playing three technique, four eye, getting that experience, you know, going up against bigger guys and getting that inside experience. But, yeah, I always felt like um, with my body type, that's the position I was going to eventually be at. That's good. And, look, of course, a lot of change on that side of the ball. Uh, last year, it was, I mean, this is your, what, third straight defensive coordinator now. You go from Grantham to Tony to Armstrong now. Yeah. I mean, you've been through a whirlwind with defensive coordinators uh, right now. So, yeah, was the – how big of a difference is it between Armstrong and Tony? And, like, would you have seen the changes in defense anyway, you think, you know, just in Tony being in his second year, but now, you know, he's on to the NFL. You know, what changes do Austin Armstrong – does he bring to the table? And do you think we would probably would have seen some of those changes anyway? Uh, I feel like they're they're very similar in, like, in the aspect that they run, like, similar defenses. So, like, 
when Coach Armstrong came, we didn't have to really change a lot because a lot of his defense was, like, very similar to PT's defense. But right. I think, like, the big difference with them was, like, it's just their personalities. Like, Coach PT, he's kind of like – like, he'll yell and cuss or whatever, but he's kind of like – like, if he – like, last resort type. But it, Coach Armstrong, he's just fired up all the time. Like, first meeting, he came in and introduced himself to us. He was fired up. Every practice, he's fired up. He's fired up in the meetings. Like, he's always fired up. He really emphasizes, like, aggression and getting to the ball and things like that. And I also feel like Coach Armstrong really knows how to – like, for example, um, on offense, um, coaches usually put – like, coaches – like, for example, like, Kadarius Tony when Mullen was here, like, he was he was placed in the position to use the kind of skill set that he had, like – and that's a big thing that coaches do on offense. They use players to, like, the, their skill set. And I think that's a big thing that Coach Armstrong is doing also. Yeah, like I said, we got a, we got a preview of it in the spring game a little bit. And you guys were certainly a lot more aggressive than, you know, uh, I think we expected at least for that night. Not saying you guys couldn't do that, but just in that setting. You know, how mm-hmm. aggressive could you guys be? And, hey, man, I'll give credit to Coach Napier there. He, he let you guys go after. He let you guys go after that offense and didn't, you know, dial back the dogs a little bit. So, yeah. take us back to that night a little bit. You think that's something, you know, that, we, that we'll look for in this defense is just how aggressive you guys were? Yeah, I feel like everybody like around the country and other teams and everybody and analysts and all that, they were really stuck on they like I'm glad that you brought that up because I feel like everybody that was watching us was really stuck on how many points our offense didn't score. Like they was like the, the score is really like 10 to whatever it was, low scoring game, but they really weren't thinking about how well our defense was playing. So yeah, I feel like I feel like this upcoming season, I feel like we have a lot to prove and I feel like I just feel like we're gonna we're gonna surprise a lot of people on, on defense. Uh, one more change for for you, Princely, when we're when we're talking about this defense and uh, what was it like going with Mike Peterson? Now you know not so much you know Sean Spencer now. Now you're under the the wing of Mike Peterson and the experience he had playing at Florida, all the experience he had in the NFL as well, years and years in the NFL. Uh, is there you know something that you're picking his brains about to know that you know what you have to take to get to that next level? Yeah, mainly I feel like um, as far as the physical and like as far as the physical aspect, um, like he even tells me, I just feel like I feel like I'm not too far off as, as far as the physical aspect. But uh, he really tries to get into my head about the the mental aspect, like offensive formations and, and, and just things like that. What kind of coverage were like before I go like before. Before I was with Mike P, I like I'm so used to just playing D line specifically D line. I didn't even know like coverages. Like what's cover two? Like what is that? You know what I'm saying? Like so he explains all those things to me. Like he explains the type of offensive formations, like the plays that the offense are going to run with the formations they're in, and things like that. Okay, good. Yeah, good. I mean, that's stuff you'll you'll have to know. We'll get into that just a sec too. You know about you know maybe getting to the next level. Um, uh, a little bit. There's some stuff you you get. You're getting kind of noticed. There's some NFL, you know, NFL coming up a little bit, and Princely's name's out there uh, a bit in some NFL talk right now. But Princely, you know, while we're here, you know, we'll, we'll switch gears a bit, and then we'll get back to football, of course. And you know, Florida Victoria's coming up with the new leader uh, of Florida's uh, NIL ventures right now, and you know, the big foundation that they have going on. You know, there's a lot of charity aspects uh, to, to NIL and what you guys are doing. It's not just collecting a check uh, out there. You talk about some of the things that you've done personally and your teammates have done 
uh, you know, to, to get out there in the community uh, and, and you know, really become staples of the Gainesville community? Yeah, I, I think it's a really cool thing that they're doing and that we're doing, you know, the way that they set that up, like, like we've done, I've done things like went to Bread of Almighty Food Bank and helped uh, sort things out, sort food out, went to the Ronald McDonald house and was with the kids and the, uh, the parents' kids, I mean, the, um, the parents of the kids and uh, baked, baked, um, uh, baked desserts with them, went to YMCA and played with the kids. And it's just a great experience, you know, when you walk in and they're just, they're just, over like happy and overwhelmed that you're like the gator like a gator football player is with them it really like makes you smile but yeah just being in the community it like it does a lot for you man you know just, it, it uh changes your perspective on a lot of things and it just it's just a good feeling to you know to be able to help help people week in and week out yeah we know we like seeing that aspect of it you know, we'll, we'll stay nil and florida victorious you know have you you know, taking taking a notice of you know just uh, I guess you know change in NIL at Florida through Florida Victorious and, and what's going on there. I feel like Florida Victorious they really um, they're involving. I would say the big the biggest thing I would say is that they're involving more players like Gator Collective. I wasn't even a part of Gator Collective. Like I couldn't tell you anything about it. I never was. Um, like I wasn't one of the athletes signed with Gator Collective, and and now you go to out now with Florida Victorious. Like there's, almost I think almost all the scholarship players are with Florida Victorious. So yeah, just helping out everyone is, is like a a big thing that they're uh, doing. Yeah, we like you know we like seeing what you guys are doing out there. And hey, everybody, while you're listening, Florida Victorious, you get twenty percent off your first month with promo code GatorsBD. Help these guys out, NIL. They're doing great things in the community. It really attracts you know future Gators as well. But uh, takes care of these players uh, that we have on campus right here at Florida, like Princely and his teammates out there doing great things in the community. So one more time, twenty percent off your first month. Promo code GatorsBD, you get access. Hey, there's some new uh, freshman features out there. Uh, Roger Kearney's out there right now with his kind of feature. So you get to know more about these true freshmen out there through Florida Victorious. So, Princely, keep it going. We'll get back to football just a bit. And, hey, man, take us back to last season. You know, it it just seemed like more opportunity came available uh, as the year played on. You know, Brenton Cox gets dismissed and – Hey, I mean, defensive line ended up playing pretty pretty good down the stretch there. I mean, you had 16 tackles in the last four regular season games. Uh, I don't know if you knew this or not, but Pro Football Focus, they rated you the highest defender on the team last year. Uh, oh. Yeah, I mean, great accolades there for you, man. I hope you build on that, but led the team in tackles for loss and sacks and you know all that now. You tie this into this new position you have. You know, There has to be some thought that you can build on late last season tied into spring in this new position. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, last season, you know, I felt like I had got uh, more opportunities as the, as the year went on. I feel like um, this season I'll even have last season. I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was satisfied with how I played. You know, I got this PFF thing and, and all that, but I, I could say, I think that wasn't even near, you know, where I could actually be. I don't think I was anywhere near like, as consistent and as dominant that I could that I could really be in this upcoming season, I feel like even I'll have even more opportunities than I did close to the end of the year um, last season. Gators Breakdown is proud to partner with America's number one meal kit, Hello Fresh. 
Hey guys, you know, I'm busy out there, full-time job doing Gators breakdown with paired with that as well. So, Hey, my time is very, very limited and I cannot wait to get my hello fresh boxes to get this thing going and help me save some time, you know, get some family meals going right here with hello fresh. Hello fresh. Hey, they want you to have it all free time and fresh tasty food. That's why they take care of the meal planning and deliver the ingredients. So everything you need to whip up a delicious meal arrives right at your door. When you need dinner fast, don't call for delivery. Think HelloFresh. Their fast and fresh recipes are ready in just 15 minutes or less. Plus, HelloFresh is 25% cheaper than takeout. Just because it's fast doesn't mean it's not healthy. Meals feature quality proteins, fresh produce, and plans for many lifestyles. It's no wonder why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Right now is the time to join. Get a, go to HelloFresh.com slash Gators50. Use code Gators50 for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh.com slash Gators50 and use code Gators50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Get your time back. HelloFresh, America's number one milk kit. Uh, I got to know now because you, you kind of... You kind of, you kind of, you kind of came through in that Texas A and M game, and I know that was pro- pro- probably a little personal for you, going back home a little bit and, and, and yeah. playing playing in the states. So, yeah, I, as I said too, you won't have to really go into it. But Britton Cox gets dismissed that week as well, so it will it was certainly a more opportunity for for you and Antoine Powell Ryland to get out there, and you guys really showed up. But was it was there a little added motivation going back home and, and playing in front of the home state? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. It was definitely some added motivation, you know. Uh, my parents, that was only the first game they ever watched me play. So my, my 20, no, 20- wait, hold on, really? Yeah. So they, they don't get to go to Gainesville and watch you much? Nah. Oh man. Yeah. So my, um, my freshman year, they had came to the A&M game also, but I didn't play that game. Okay. And then, uh, this past season, my parents had came and I had a whole bunch of friends from back home. Like, I, I was scrambling around the locker room asking people to let me get their tickets and stuff like that. So, yeah, like, I had uh, a, whole bunch of, a whole bunch of people there to watch me. So, yeah, I had to show out. All right, so here's the thing, man. You could go and have this great season this year. And this could be your last season at Florida. You know, you could be going on to the NFL. <laughs> so hold on now. Are, are, are there any plans to get your family in Gainesville for a game this fall? Uh, yeah, my parents. They, they, my mom actually like not even too long ago asked me to send her the schedule. So yeah, they they said they plan. They said they they told me that they're planning on getting to Gainesville. I was laughing when you was asking the question because you had talked about I might leave next year. I thought you were gonna ask me about coming back to play Texas. Hey, hey, you you read my mind. You read my mind. Because that's where I was going to go. So I remember when Florida releases the who Florida is going to play in 2024. And if I remember right, you were the one that was highlighting Texas. Yeah. Right. Okay. And it makes sense. You know, you're from the state. So, you know, if you do have this great season, you may not be here to play Texas. Man, it's going. uh, I'm going to (laughs) be. Even I ain't gonna lie. Even if, like I was texting my friends, I was like, even I was texting them. I was like, even if I have a great season, I really would have a thought to come back just to play Texas. <laughs> like, like I have a like I'm from Austin. Like the campus is like 15 minutes away from my house, if that. And I have a lot of friends and things like that that went to Texas. Like my homeboy Jade Barron, like 
we grew up together. He he plays DB at Texas, and we used to always yap back and forth. We'll beat y'all. We'll beat y'all. Da, 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 da. And but we would we never thought the day would come that we was actually gonna play them. Like we was just talking, and now that the day has actually come that we could actually play Texas, you know, it really makes me mad that I could possibly not be here. You know, when we well, if we well, you know if you're not here, it'd be for a good reason. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. And it's so, even wilder that it's in Austin, too, man. Right, right, right. Yeah. So maybe, maybe if you are in the NFL, maybe it'll be a bye week for you or something. Yeah, and you could, yeah. you could be in Austin for, for, for the game if you're not playing, if you're not playing. But yeah. uh, um, Presley, I, I do have some questions from some Gators Breakdown Plus members right quick. And sure. Dude on the Couch asks that, – that's his username, pretty cool username there. But I'm gonna um, too, man. How have Mark Hawk and the strength strength staff, you know, you, you talked about training and all that, you know, go back to winter conditioning and also what, you know, just now what you're getting out of and get ready to go to fall camp. We don't get to hear much about the strength conditioning staff, you know, so if you want to detail those guys and how they help you out. Uh, they help out a lot. Like Coach Hockey, he doesn't only help me in the – he doesn't only help me in the weight room. Like he's he's a real – like, he's an everything kind of coach. Like, he'll talk to me about being a leader. He'll talk to me about life outside of football, like my mental health, things like that. So he he really is a – like, he's a good dude. Like, he he's not only there just to help you with strength conditioning. Like, he'll pull you to the side and talk about everything else, talk about things uh, going on with the team, talking about things going on with you personally, telling like helping you grow. Like, that's the type of coach he is. And, yeah, other than that, like, the strength staff, like – we have a like we have a lot of um guys that are that specialize in certain things and that's a big like a, a great thing because you know we got coach tiger and coach ed they specialize in speed and coach tiger specializes in receivers he played d1 uh, receiver coach ed he specializes with the dbs he played d1 db uh coach um ay he played at alabama outside linebacker um uh dang our D-line, um, Coach Dunbar, he played D1 uh, D-line, you know. So it's just a blessing that all these strength coaches, even though they're strength coaches, they played the position that uh, – they played every position that guys played, you know, it, in college. So they know what it's like. They know what you need to do to, to be better on the field. So it, it's great that we have all those uh, guys on the strength staff. Yeah, and, and keeping with that, I know Florida just put out the new roster, and so you can tell us if this is correct or not. But you're up from two forty five to two fifty four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So training, I guess, it has been doing its job there. So uh, you know, is that uh, is is that where they want you playing weight? Is there more to do before fall camp? You know, is that is that where you're? you're are you part, part partly at your ideal size where they want you? Um, they tell me, they tell me they could like that. They would want me at like 260, 265 ish type, but not like a, not like a, uh, like I can, like if I right now, 254, I can eat a whole bunch of BS and become (laughs) 265 next week. You know what I'm saying? But they like, I really want to emphasize like putting on healthy weight, eating a lot of protein and things like that. So, yeah, I think I can get up to that, but I just want to make sure that it's healthy muscle weight and like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, one more Gators Breakdown Plus member, Southern Gators, says, What are you, what is your mindset and the mindset of the team after, you know, probably what could be perceived as disrespect 
you know, maybe heading into the season. Not a lot of high thoughts for Florida. Uh, you know, maybe, you know, the six and seven record last year and not a lot of high thoughts of maybe going out and competing for the SEC East or anything like that. So is there a mindset? I know, I know you guys want to improve on that record yourself, but yeah. do you hear all the noise and negative comments that may be headed this team's way? Oh, yeah, for sure. We hear it. Like, like Coach Napier said a, a few months ago, it's personal, you know, like um, – this season is really personal for us. You know, we don't really talk too much about it in the locker room, like amongst each other. We yeah. might talk about it more um, whenever the season gets closer. But we know, like all of us in the back of our head, we see everything. We know what people think of us. And I think that's just a, a bigger motivation for us to to get it on and get better. Yeah, man. Really, really, really be better. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited for this defense, man. Uh, I, I really am. I think you guys are maybe even deeper up front uh, and, mm -hmm. and probably going along with that. Talk to me about these transfers a little bit. Cam Jackson, Noah Banks, those guys coming in. What did you see from spring and, and workouts that those guys would be big-time contributors up front and you know even help you outside, you know, where they'll be taking a lot of focus on the inside? Yeah. Is, this a, is this a deeper group than last year, I mean, because – as good as, you know, Jervon Dexter was, and he's going on to the NFL, and he probably played out of position at times because of need to, probably played too many snaps last year because of need to. Mm -hmm. Do you feel you guys are deeper with those transfers coming in and more development for guys like Chris McClellan and, and Desmond Watson? Oh, yeah, for sure. G Big G, um, yeah, we, he was a great player that we had last year. He, he definitely took – uh, like an overwhelming a, a amount of snaps because of lack of depth. Like he, he was in games like – overly tired and things like that because all the other guys under him were really young and things like that so he played a lot of snaps and this season we got all these deep tackle transfers and the great thing about these transfers is they're ready to go like watching them in the spring they don't really need much development you know everybody can always get better but you could tell like these guys are i i if i was a coach i, I would and i'm watching them i could I can see that they're ready to play in a game right now. So, yeah, it's a great thing that we got those guys, and it really helped with the depth, and it also helped with the competition in that room. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody in that room was comfortable. Everybody's trying to work, you know, to be the starter, and everybody is in there working. Man, I can't, I can't imagine. It probably just helps you, too. You know, if you, now you can concentrate on the outside. If there's so much focus on the inside, mm -hmm. you know, now that frees you up to go make some plays back there in the backfield. Um, Prince, I'm, I'm excited to see you, man, <laughs> in that new spot. I mean, um, it's talking about that spot. What about guys behind you? You got Jack Pyburn, uh, a, a young player from from last year, and TJ Searcy, true freshman. Uh, you know, I think you know, are, are those two guys that you know you're kind of gonna be putting under your wing coming up this fall? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Jack, he's a he's really young. He had a he got a minimum amount of snap, snaps his freshman year. TJ, he's a freshman, so. Yeah, I know we was just talking about the D tackle room. They got a lot of depth guys, transfers. We on our, our side, we don't have too many. So those young guys, you know, they're really going to have to step up to a role, you know, because I can't play every single snap of yeah. the game. So, yeah, like I feel like Jack, he's he's still a little young, but he 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 knows what he's doing when he's on the field. He has that. Jack is a really aggressive guy. Like whenever when like whenever he's on the field, you know, Jack is on the field. TJ, TJ, TJ one day in these next couple of years of his college career, he's going to be a great pass rusher. Like he, he rushes off the edge. Great for being a young guy right now. And I'm looking forward to see both of those guys play and develop. All right. A couple more thoughts from Princeton before we let him go, guys hit that like button, subscribe to Gators breakdown. If you haven't done so yet, go to Florida victorious, help these guys out at NIL uh, there for, for, for Florida. 
Uh, one more from Gators Breakdown Plus member. Uh, this one comes from Stoss, uh, Stoss or Stas. I hope I'm saying that right. But your thoughts on the schedule, but mainly Thursday night, opening game, mm-hmm. Utah. How much are you guys putting on that? I mean, Thursday night, everybody in the country is going to be watching this, the first big game of the college football season. Mm-hmm. And it's Gators and you guys going all Are we the only ones playing that today? There are some other games, but nothing as marquee as this one. Uh, oh, okay. uh, you know, it's eight o'clock. It's it's prime time that Thursday night. So, you know, I, I, I guess you know you're asking the question there. I mean, are are you guys putting a lot of stock into it yet, or is it we you know in a couple of weeks when you go into that locker room for fall camp? You know, you guys are kind of putting that game on your mind. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I know when fall camp starts, we're really going to be locked in for for Utah as far as the schedule goes. Um. You know, you can't underrate and you can't underrate any underestimate anybody. But, you know, we we we're confident in ourselves. We don't go. We're not going to go into any game thinking we're going to lose this game. So I feel like as far as the schedule goes, we're just going to take it one week at a time. Utah, uh, we beat them last year. Great, great way to end the game. Um, I feel like I feel like we're a more talented team than Utah. I feel like. Um, we just have to be disciplined and everything else will take care of itself and play together as a team. Yeah, ready ready to get the season underway. The big game under the lights for the Gators there in Utah. Princely, last one, I ask all the players this, kind of just to end on a fun note there, but I'll take it a couple ways right quick. Have you seen – you don't have to say much, but if you can, have you have you seen anything with the black jerseys that you guys are supposed to be wearing this year? I have not. I haven't seen anything. I haven't even looked at them. Have you are, are you are you a fan of the idea of? Oh yeah, of, for sure. Of, okay. Yeah, we been we been we was trying to get those since Mullen was here. <laughs> um, okay, but what was go traditional right quick as far as uh, I, t- I ask every player, Billy Napier will come to you before the game, and he said, "Princely, you will get you will get to pick the uniform the team plays this year." So, what color helmet? What color jersey? What color pants is Princely putting on the team to run out of that tunnel with? I'm gonna do an away game and a home game. Okay, all right, there we go. Uh, away game, away game. I would definitely do. Um, I would definitely do all white, even white helmets. There we go. Yep. Yeah, I like the all icy white. Uh, we haven't really. I don't think we wore that since 2020 because we don't have white helmets. <clears throat> but in 2020, they did like a different thing, and we wore white helmets for the Vanderbilt week. Yep. But yeah, if we could do all white with white helmets, I would do that. And then a uh, home game, I really like the, I really like the all blue, me too, or and the all orange. Like they give like NFL color rush vibes. <laughs> uh, we don't get to see the all orange. Napier didn't let you guys break out the all orange last yeah, year. Yeah, man. Yeah, he was trying to he was trying to be traditional for this first season. I, I guess. I get it. I get it. But yeah, year two, we get the black jerseys. Maybe we get to see you guys in orange a little bit. Maybe the blue helmet comes back a little, you know, a little bit too. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. Hey, any any funny Napier stories before we go? Any anything that <laughs> kind of just shows this personality that maybe we don't get to see? Uh that you can share. I don't want to get you in any hot water here. So. Yeah. <laughs> um I guess <laughs> I guess this one's not too bad. Like, um, uh, so Coach, one thing about Coach Napier, he doesn't cuss. Like, you know, coaches, oh, they always yell at motherfucker, da, 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 and he, Coach Napier, just never cusses. Like, you never hear him cuss. Um, does he and, have other, Does he have other words for it? 
No, he doesn't. No. He just okay. does, he, the one cuss word he only says, and I wouldn't even consider a cuss word is ass. <laughs> That's the only thing he says. So, like, even when he's yelling, he doesn't cuss. And everybody's like, how can he be so aggressive without cussing? Like, it doesn't make no sense. <laughs> and then one day he wasn't even being aggressive or nothing. He was just um, we was just talking outside the um after a scrimmage. And he was like, you you know, we know it's hot out here. We don't want to hear no bitching. And everybody was like, what the hell? What? He just <laughs> like everybody had turns and was just like, he just said that. What? 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 So yeah. All right. So we 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 know he'll break out of it just a little bit, just a little bit. One time since One he's time. been here. One time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, Prince. Hey, man, thank you for hopping on here. You know, we get the season coming up, uh, you know, through Florida Victorious. So the great work they're doing, the great work you guys are doing out there in the community uh, means a whole lot. And I'm, I'm glad there's a way we can support NIL, support you guys in, in doing what you're doing. I'm the, look, it's hard. You got a school, you got football. It's hard to go out there and work and get a get a job and all that stuff going on and uh, the, the work you guys do. and. You should be able to uh, benefit off the name, image, and likeness. So thanks to Florida Victorious, you know, for, for lining all this stuff up for you guys and you, know, you coming on podcasts like this and getting out in front of Gator Nation. Thanks, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate you.